cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Welcome into the Blackout Club. Uh, this is our inaugural podcast. I'm joined here with my co-host, Parker Holly. Yep, your boy. Parker, will you say hi to the folks? Uh, what's up, guys? We've just been really freaking bored, so here we go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we don't really have that much of an order of business. Uh, we have a couple of basic topics to, to discuss uh, we have uh, a special interview with our potentially coronavirus positive friend, Dylan Duffield. Uh, that'll be interesting, but just to get us going here, um, Holly, why don't you tell the folks what quarantine life has been like for you? Uh, quarantine life. Speaking to the mic. Uh, so quarantine life, uh, well, at first I was working for a little bit, so this past week I haven't, which has Sucks, been very bored. Basically had to force myself to get up now, have an alarm instead of sleeping until 12 every time. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Been playing a lot of football manager, looking at Canvas for about mm-hmm. 10 seconds and then not doing homework. So more, uh, more or less just ignoring all your responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it's here for. Drinking a lot by myself. So nothing new, really. Yeah, But exactly. I think the way I described it is when you have like your normal life you have all these intricacies and responsibilities and social components of it and when you strip it back you're kind of left with the bare basics of what you are and it turns out for me that was pretty much just getting drunk and watching old college football games so I was a lot less complex of a person than I thought I was um but another thing too I've realized in that time is uh, I've basically aged probably about 45 years and the 15 days we've been in quarantine. Uh, I'm just like looking for random chores to do around the house. I'm like the one dad at the lake house who like, <laughs> doesn't even enjoy the lake house. He pretty much just like walks around. And does, does stuff. Yeah. Just like, yeah. oh yeah, those leaves look good. They need to be right. You know, that kind of situation. I've been like painting shit and uh, buying candles. We were waiting on my neighbors, things like that. So um, also a lot of prison workouts. I'm starting to realize now that, uh, I mean, besides like, joining a gang and possibly getting raped, uh, <laughs> I think I would probably thrive in prison. <laughs> so, but um, at that same time, I think we've all been in quarantine long enough that we're starting to reach the point where uh, things have gotten a little greasy for some of us. Uh, there's times where you just have to look in the mirror and say, you know, I wouldn't do this normal enough. But Holly, you have any good examples of that, bud? Uh, I mean, there's a few to pick from, but... I don't know if this counts as being greasy, but Probably does. what was it like a Tuesday or Wednesday morning? Uh, me and Nat randomly decided to go to Sam's Club and buy. Well, they had a steal of eight dollar champagne, so we bought one and drank it all before two o'clock and then passed out. So I don't know if that was very greasy, but that's nope, that would yeah, be yeah. Greasy. Yep. On Tuesday, I mean, only on quarantine though. I'm a respectful human being other than that, but... Quarantine Tuesdays are the new yeah. regular life Yeah, Saturdays. new Saturdays, so, yeah. Um, for me, I realized I wanted to Super Saver to pick up a few things, groceries, and I knew that I was going in there to buy, like, probably like, a case of White Claws or a case of beer or something, and uh, Super Saver has a pretty robust booze aisle, if you've ever been there. Um, they do have some steals. Yeah, and so I started to walk through, and I was like, oh, well, man, that was kind of good. Put that in my cart. That was kind of good. Um, and I went to the checkout counter and it turns out that I ended up spending 
Uh, it was over $100 on, on booze. Uh, that was pretty embarrassing. It was one of those things, too, like where I thought it was funny, and I thought like the cashier was kind of younger, and <laughs> she was going to think it was funny. But she just looked at me like I was an awful Well, she did. Yeah, she well, was. and then you followed to forcing your friends to hang out so we could help you drink it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I still have some. Was, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty bad. And then, I mean, obviously, just uh, jerking off like multiple times a day. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty greasy. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But with that, with that, too, we're kind of all getting to the point now where, like, post-quarantine, we have no idea when it's going to be. It could be months from now it could be next fucking week we don't really know uh but i kind of just like in my head had like all these dream scenarios of this unbelievable first day out quarantine situation holly do you have any anything that comes to mind or dream scenario you- i mine isn't really just a dream scenario but i mean i guess so i, I was like i put down enjoy going to work question mark so i mean i've literally just been so bored that i just need something to do and just going to seeing people would just be nice so yeah i guess it is a dream scenario i'm actually enjoying to going to work yeah remember work yeah that, yeah that yeah that shit was sick yeah. yeah uh but yeah no i uh i was telling these guys earlier uh, i kind of finally understand t grizzly's first day out uh i feel like that's gonna be relatable to me it's almost like a you know bobby schmurda first day out type of situation but one thing I wrote down here is there's potential that, you know, this would maybe last all summer, which would be god off. I don't know how to do that. But there's talk that Memorial Stadium may start selling booze. And in my head, I've pictured it's like the first weekend out of quarantine happens to be college football first weekend. And they're selling booze at the same time. And I think if Dangerous. that's the case, yeah, I mean, honestly, we would be safer in quarantine yeah. than we would be in a scenario of a booze-selling Memorial Stadium. I mean, granted, we've been drinking booze in Memorial Stadium for years now, Yeah, yeah. the general public doesn't know yeah. how greasy your game is. <laughs> so it, it could be, you know, we say dangerous jokingly, but we're talking about but actually, actually yeah, dangerous. public safety yeah. concerns at that point. So, yeah, it could be a little rough. <laughs> and then I also wrote down here, uh, taking advantage of girls with low standards. So, I'm just hoping <laughs> <laughs> there will be some out. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. I mean, I assume everyone's standards have gone down drastically in this quarantine situation. And I'm hoping that nobody's relationship with their father has improved in this time or else we might be in trouble. So it's like that one TikTok where uh, what's that? What's that uh, syrup with the the bottle is like a one. Yeah, there's a TikTok bad. where a guy opens up the windows like when you're in quarantine and haven't seen girls. In like three weeks, and he was just like, "Oh damn, <laughs> you're looking good, girl. You can thick." Yeah, all these, all the quarantine tweets are like, "Yeah, it's about to make me act up," and it's like the, the ceiling might move. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it has been looking kind of thick. Not yeah. gonna lie, so it's kind of just been staring me right in the face. Oh, you, know, you know how I am, Holly. Yeah. Also, another first day out thing I was talking about. I put down is. Uh, simply just seeing my family because my mom is also deadly afraid of this virus that she won't let me go home because she is deadly afraid of it. Oh, I could have been liking the whole not seeing my family thing. That will, yeah, that is also nice, but literally when I'm just sitting here doing nothing. Well, because like Nat's been gone all week too, so it's just been me. So it's like, oh, maybe I'll actually go and visit my parents for like the first time in three months, but. Yeah, 
couldn't even do that. But like all, all I'm saying is, can you imagine like let's say it's whatever like <clears throat> June 30th, they're like, all right guys, like bars are back open. That first day out, just all day rager, and at that point too, like yeah. if, if you're the police, like you can't even citing people for like you know pissing yeah. off, like, yeah, you know throwing up and tripping over yourself on the sidewalk. Get a free pass there. Yeah, I think you're good. I think we can just all celebrate as a nation. So. <laughs> Um, anyway, so a situation, or who do you think quarantine is worse for in particular? Uh, so I have down, so right now I have down my dog. So I know people have talked about it before. Right now she's living her own life. You know, I'm home all the time. We're going out on like three walks a day, but the second quarantine ends and I am no longer home anymore from like eight to five. She's gonna hate her life. You know, she's just gonna go back, laying in her kennel. I guess she does anyways. Yeah, but dogs for sure yeah. think that quarantine is so really bad. just bring their hopes up, and then in like what a month or so, they're just gonna get shot right back down. But yeah. well, it's all right. She'll do it. Right? Yeah, she looks pretty comfortable right now. Um, I went ahead and wrote down uh, people who have shitty girlfriends. So mm. this is a tough one for them because I think of it this way. So a lot of times, if your girlfriend sucks, you kind of just roll with it because it's like, okay, well, like I can go to work or like I can go like see the boys, whatever. And then I'm maybe stuck with the shitty girlfriend for, you know, five, six hours over dinner. And then, you know, you get sex involved in there. So it's like, all right, like I can, I can deal tolerate with it. Yeah, tolerate it. Tolerate it. Six hours. Yeah. Not, like at least I'm getting sex and not like, <clears throat> like no big deal. But suddenly you're now in a situation where you're where you are hanging out. Where she's just constantly she's living right. with yeah, you. Yeah, she's just, she's just yeah. Her, and you're probably not. Yeah. Sex. Like I mean, her standards are as rock bottom as yours. So um, I'm guessing a lot of relationships would probably come crumbling down. You're forced point. to actually interact with the person. Yeah, like this. week one is probably. Sick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're just watching Netflix and banging, and but like week two and three, it's like oh yeah, you're it's actually like oh you're still here. Yeah, you're a garbage person. <laughs> So, I mean, that's that's going to come to fruition for for some people, for sure. Um, but moving moving past uh, all of our quarantine talk, uh, which, you know, kind of is all there is to talk about. We're making a podcast because it's fucking quarantine. Yeah. Uh, but we got a little sports talk. What would it be? Why would we, why would we even be talking if we weren't going to talk a little sports. bit sports? R.I.P. R.I.P. So, Holly, just... Uh, uh, how bad how do you miss sports? Badly, badly. We, what I miss specifically is waking up um, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 6 a.m., forcing myself to wake up and just simply just laying in bed watching soccer. And, you know, that's my favorite pastime now. Uh, I really don't know what to do with my life now. And I also can't gamble. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. At what point did you know, like, oh, okay, like, it, it finally hits you like, yeah, there's no fucking Yeah, there's time. When basically there's still money left in my gambling account and there's nothing to gamble on. Yeah, basically. that is rough. Because that never happens where there's still money in there. Yeah. It's I, not being used. I had, I logged in the other day, like, just because. Like, yeah. It's like when you open your refrigerator like, <clears throat> to see if there's new food in there when you know that there's no new yeah. food in there. And if there was like six bucks and I put it on like, like 10 team like esports yeah yeah After I yeah i tried it, that too yeah i also did like the virtual horse racing which is kind of cool at first yeah, but it's it's definitely rigged so 
but no, I mean, I was, I was embarrassed and ashamed of myself. Yeah. And that's coming from somebody who is, you know, does a lot of embarrassing and shameful things and isn't ashamed of himself. But yeah. that's where I was like, all right, like, you got to draw the fucking line somewhere. You know? um, but for me, so kind of how I've been dealing with it is I've been watching pretty much an embarrassing amount of old games, mainly console <laughs> But, like, which isn't really that big of a deal. It's like, okay, like, you know, I kind of remember this game from, like, whoever long ago, uh, but... Pretending like it's, like, present time. Well, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like, for the most part, too, like, especially with Oscar games and stuff, like, I have a weird memory when it comes to that type of stuff, and I know exactly what's going yeah. on every drive, and still it'll be in the game, and something happens, I'll be like, what's all like, like, what the hell? Like, the Sir! And then I have to stop myself and be like, yeah, this game is, like, seven years. So yeah, that was pretty that's when I knew that uh I don't know, I, I had a problem. Um I have been watching a lot of sports documentaries as well. There's some yeah. pretty good ones out there. <clears throat> yeah, another another thing I realized too, like was like, okay, like yeah, like you're really missing sports is I'm missing sports that have yet to happen yet. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah. It'll be like, I'll be like, oh my god, like, I'm just missing college football so much right now with this quarantine. It's like, yeah, Cam, the college football season is obviously. Wouldn't like, have you, happened anyways. Yeah, you technically, yeah. Yeah, technically haven't missed sports at all, but like, I'm just like joining in like, and <clears throat> sorrow for like things that haven't even Like, honestly, I think I would love if baseball was on right now. I would watch baseball. Okay, I, I, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, maybe, 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 yeah. maybe. I would like going to a ballpark. But really, though. Uh, saddest thing of this quarantine is no March Madness. Yeah, that's rough. Um, I was getting so ready to make my my bracket. Would have won. That's why I tell myself every year. But yeah. I always have a problem with, I always do like the Warren Buffett, uh, like billion dollar bracket thing. And every year that I do it, I, I look at the bracket and it's just like, there's no way this could possibly. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is it. This is the billion dollar bracket. I started like, spending money in my head and shit that I don't yeah, the 15C going to Final Four. Yeah, I'm like, I'm buying shit that I don't need. Like, 20 bucks? Like, who the fuck cares about 20 bucks? I'm about to be a billion. Yeah. Dollars, you know? So, yeah, that's kind of rough. But, no, that's an all-time gambling day as well. Um, so, fortunately, we'll not get that bad. Yeah. I, mean, I say unfortunately, but at the same time, we've actually probably made money by not losing money gambling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's important. It's really my bank account is uh, yeah, same count looking not disgusting. Um, <laughs> but uh, so another question that I pose, I don't know if Holly has answered this, but I have a couple of good ones for most creative way to bring sports back. Did you? Did you? I didn't. I didn't. Okay, so I have a couple that I'm going to share with you. Okay. And tell me what you think. So this is my realistic one right here. Like no jokes aside, is that college campuses are already cleared out. So you bring back all the student athletes before they come in you screen them all so it's like 100% like unquarantined and then those motherfuckers are on lockdown and have to stay like there. in the dorms that makes sense that makes sense like you know say football <clears throat> starts in August they report like end of July they're on quarantine and then nobody like who is not supposed to be there like even the coaches are all in the dorms like yeah. lockdown I feel like you could do that. one thing I have to say about that though well, it would work in certain states because certain states have certain stipulations and like how many people you can have. Because like I was listening to uh, CJ McCollum's podcast and he was kind of saying the same thing, but 
he was saying like because we're uh oregon oregon he's like well there they have a you can't have more than 50 people but if you're gonna have like a football game or a basketball game if you're gonna have like the whole basketball team they're like including trainers coaches all the players yeah. you're gonna have to have over 50 so it's like is the government gonna allow that well or you, not like if you're the government like it's to the point like sports are important enough that i feel like yeah can, and like, it, like well and it's gonna help people like get their minds off of like the situation yeah like i mean yeah there's a lot of people but like i said if you made it so everybody who's it's on lockdown was, yeah, yeah that would make lockdown, sense i feel like it could be done yeah but so here here's my less realistic way but my also i have another thing to say about that if because also a lot of these uh players in the spring they're they, yeah, they get their eligibility back, you know, but, like, who says all of them are actually going to return? So, I feel like all of them would actually be for that. Yeah. I just agree. so they don't have to mess around with that. Yeah. So, this is this one is pretty similar to that, but it's every state just picks their shittiest city. In this case, for Nebraska, it would be Beatrice, obviously. Yeah, yeah, uh, obviously. And that city is just cleared out, and it's, made, it's like an athlete's village. Yeah. And they just, like, work out there and, like, like same type of concept, but like. But they're just there. Yeah. Yeah. Or I was thinking like. Honestly, Beatrice might be one where like people don't really have Corona there because like who's gonna go to Beatrice? You know, only the people there are yeah. not Beatrice. So. I mean, unless they're basically on lockdown already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're literally putting coronavirus directly into the mask. <laughs> they cannot. Get yeah. Other than that. And to be honest, too, like... Which just, there is a 75% chance. Yeah, years matter. and years of inbreeding has probably made them impervious to yeah. the virus. So, Beatrice might be the fucking place to <laughs> for being first. But, and then one last one that I thought of was, you kind of do, it's almost like a, like a hundred games type situation where uh, maybe just one state where, like, everybody moves to, like, I don't know, the south, and then the north is just occupied by sports sports and so like i mean everyone in the south like that's a raw deal like we're gonna all be packed together yeah but at the same time we're doing it for the better i'll, I'll house strangers if i can have sports yeah you know like i would get coronavirus yeah. if it meant that we would have college football yeah this fall 100%. for sure like, I, for sure that's not even up, up to date we're gonna get borderline dead drinking anyway so might as well just get corona and take one for the team yeah you may as well yeah um and then my last update, I don't think I put this on the docket for you, Holly, but it's just a quick announcement that I have to make for the folks is that uh, I'm actually officially done with Husker football. I don't know if I told you about this. Um, so I'm swearing off Husker football. I'm no longer a fan. Just wanted to, Whoa. Make, that, yeah, just wanted Whoa. to make that clear. So, I mean, will I watch it? So why is this? Uh, I'm just I'm just sick and tired of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, will I watch all the games? Like, I mean, yeah, probably, but will I do it? <laughs> Not that much. For the first five yeah. minutes yeah. where your hopes are high. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, no cheering in the press box. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, just wanted that to, to be on record. But Yeah, we'll see how yeah, long we'll, we'll take a quick break here. We're going to go ahead and get Duff on for our first ever Our interview. bro. Yeah, our we'll Duff. Uh, so we will stop it here and we'll cut him in. All right. All right, we're joined now by good friend and coronavirus survivor. Survivor. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, Dylan Duffield. Not certified survivor yet. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I would say you're pro it's probably survived enough to where 
I don't know. Like, I know how breast cancer is, like, pink ribbon. Is coronavirus, like, a fucking camo ribbon or something? <laughs> you could actually just get that, like, a shitty tattoo on your arm. I know things, too, about that, so. I might have to do that, yeah. <laughs> maybe on your ass. We'll see. Um, I actually, maybe I should get a tattoo of the ribbon on my ass with, like, Dylan. Like, in a, Dylan. Ribbon, with, in a ribbon across it. I think that would look yeah. cool. Yeah. My name in cursive. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The heart at the end. With your, with your birthday on it oh for, yeah for some reason <laughs> uh but anyway uh no tell us a little bit because for people who may not know you've actually possibly had coronavirus so uh tell us a little bit about kind of how that happened and at what point were you like oh shit i might be in trouble here um well, we had our vacation planned for like fucking forever, like six months. We we're going to go to Colorado, go to Denver, Colorado Springs, you know. So we end up going. And while we're there, it turns out that fucking we're in the biggest hot spots in the yeah, Midwest. Coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of wasn't taking it too serious. And then I got back home and just started getting all the symptoms. How long was it once you got home to where you got started feeling the symptoms? Um, I think we got, we got back on like a Saturday and I went to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday is when I woke up feeling like garbage. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, last Sunday I had kind of a, a scare where I was thinking that, you know, I had some of the symptoms, might have the coronavirus. And then I remembered that I drank a half bottle of JD the night before and I was just hungover. So, yeah, that, that, being okay. Yeah. yeah. So, classic case of the JD. Yeah, exactly. Know. The JD. That's was, curable. Yeah. Did, did you have the Jack and the Daniels? Yeah. That's, I think that's, that's <laughs> what uh, that's about. what did it. Yeah. That'll do it too. Yeah. J, JD 19 is pretty serious. So, yeah, you got to watch out for it. Uh, but no, that is pretty wild. Well, with the corona too. Isn't didn't the first case in Lincoln? They were in Colorado Springs too, as well. Yeah, we're yeah. in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, well, actually, they released today that someone in their twenties has coronavirus in Lincoln, but I'm waiting my, for my results. So they might have told everyone that I have it, but I don't even know yet. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> so how long until they tell oh. you? Now? I should know. I should find out today. Oh shit! But, oh Jesus! Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's fucking sweet. Um, but, <laughs> okay. So going back, like, what was the first doctor doctor's visit like? Like when you're basically trying to get tested, and then and did I, you get that Q-tip thing up your nose? That's what I wanted to know. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, that I, was. You know, did you actually get that? Yeah, you've gotten tested for the flu, right? okay well it's like the same thing but they they leave it up there for like forever dude it's yeah, like up in your brain and they're like twisting it around and fucking oh yeah like, like that's the thing is i think that i'm willing to just die from coronavirus rather than get tested yeah because that looks awful it seriously yeah, looks like the absolute worst yeah it literally goes like back to your brain oh jesus christ i mean it does sound kind of peaky but the drive through was it was like a drive through testing and it was like 
kind of eerie. Like these people are wearing like full body suits. Like Jeez. you have to leave your window rolled up and put your ID up to your window so they know who you are. Wow, it's kind of eerie shit. Damn, dude. Did they end up getting your order right or what? they sure did yeah no that is wild as fuck but um because you because you went to the doctor twice didn't you well i did the i did like an online thing twice okay Uh, like the first time i didn't like actually talk to somebody i just like filled out a bunch of questions yeah i basically like oh no you don't have it here's an antibiotic and quit bothering us and then and then I did an actual video chat with my doctor, huh. and then he had to recommend me to go get tested. Dang. That's wild as fuck. I swear to God, if you get coronavirus. You fucking sick, huh? Better, better yeah. give me some of it. Yeah, yeah let, let me get some of that, fam. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, that, that is wild. Um, I mean, I guess, to be fair, at this point, I think you're only supposed to be contagious for, like, maybe, like, 14 to 20 days. So, you're probably past the point. Like, you, you feel okay right now, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I guess the thing at this point would probably only be, like, alerting people that you had contact with, like, hey, yeah. you might have fucking coronavirus. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But, no, that's wild. We're, we're glad that you're doing okay. Um, too bad they didn't give you any cool drugs or anything. It's kind of, I was kind of hoping and praying, but yeah. That. Yeah. What's the point of having coronavirus if you can't fucking be high on drugs while you're doing it? So, Pointless. yeah. Uh, but another thing we wanted Not to get into, guy. yeah, obviously in your quarantine, you've had plenty of time to be on Netflix and we know that you have seen Tiger King, which is just a goddamn fucking electric factory of a television yeah. show. So we wanted to do a quick review of Tiger King. Duff, you lead us off. What was the point in the show where you were like, all right, this is probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever fucking seen in my entire life? <laughs> oh, God. I don't even know. And it also, just, is Carol Baskin a murderer? Yes. Um, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, He's not under the septic tank. She fed him to a tiger, obviously. Yeah, for sure. 100%. But, uh, dude, I don't even know what the point was. It was, it just kept getting crazier and crazier. Right after, <laughs> was it right after Joe Exotic said, uh, hey, all you cool, kid, was it Cats and Kittens or something? Carol, yeah. <laughs> Joe said that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think no. it was Carol that said that. That's, oh, really? Oh, yeah, it was Carol. It was Carol. Yeah, yeah. It is her thing. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh so there, there was a couple of things that stood up for me. I think we talked about some of them. The, the scene where the, the gal gets her arm eaten off by a tiger. Oh, there's, yeah. There's a couple of just ridiculous moments in there that, like, if you kind of blink, you'll miss them. But the fact that Joe managed to throw on the EMS <laughs> bomber, like, he knew there was an emergency and was, like, he literally was, like, on the opposite side yeah. of the park, was like, I better run back to the trailer and throw on the throw on the Got thing. it on real quick. Yeah. The drip don't stop but so like that was already like as i was watching i was like huh yeah that that's kind of odd and then he has the fucking audacity probably high on that to walk <laughs> to walk into the gift shop and just be like all right guys uh gotta be honest with everybody here somebody just got their arm ripped off by a tiger <laughs> everyone everyone is like shocked like, and appalled what? and he's just like so uh we could probably just like take a rain check you guys can come in like, i was like, like excuse me like what the hell no yeah that was ridiculous. 
and then my my second one that like I think it's another one of those things like it it was revealed in like episode seven. And by that point, there's like nothing in the show that phases you. Like everything yeah. is so ridiculous that like they could say or do anything, and it's just like oh yeah, you know, no big deal. Yeah. But that James Garrison guy who had an all-time haircut, mind you. Uh, Which guy is that? He was the guy. He was the fat dude with the ridiculous cut. That looks like oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Looked like the Chucky doll, Chucky yeah. Haircut, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and where he's riding on the jet ski. <laughs> yeah. But no, they're – so he's the guy who, like, flips and turns them all in. And in – like, when he's, like, describing, like, why he flipped, he was like, yeah, like, they're about to get me on some, like, uh, botched uh, lemur paperwork. Uh, like, they really <laughs> had me by the balls. It's like, dude, like, that couldn't have been more than, like, a $350 yeah. fine. And you flipped, <laughs> you flipped and worked for the feds and turned all your best friends in. Like, <laughs> like yeah. usually, usually it's like, yeah, they're about to get him on murder. Like, no, nah, this was the worst case in lemur paperwork they'd ever fucking seen. Ever seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Holly, your favorite moment? Mm. A ridiculous moment? I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around how Joe got not one, not two, but three straight men to marry. <laughs> yeah. Even though he was, he said that one, one of them was like, he was like 30 years older than one of the guys or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but that was crazy. Or how, we were talking about this before, but how, or how everyone that owns a tiger basically has multiple partners. That's also crazy. That one, yeah, that one's even more wild. Also, pretty for sick, me, but yeah. Well, yeah, it's you know, depending on what you're into. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, for one, meth is a hell of a drug. And say that. Well, hey, um, also one of the big storylines that they left out, John Finlay got veneers that they didn't even include in the show. Did you see that? Got what? Veneers, fake teeth. Oh, yeah, oh. I did see that. Yeah, good yeah. thing Beth doesn't rot veneers. He's fucking, he's in the clear. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's true. Yeah, <laughs> joke. Um, also, did you see that Joe, Joe Exotic has corona in jail now? Really? Yeah, yeah. I saw it on Twitter. I don't know how that's true it is, but he somehow got corona in jail. Yeah, okay, not, that's pretty wild. Not to get away from it, but they're actually, right now, they're releasing a lot of people from jail because the jails are so crowded that like if one person gets it they're all fucked so yeah. six nine got out yeah but here's the good. bullshit part is that bobby Schmerner didn't get out that's free free, Shmurda. free yeah. the political prisoner robert h Schmerda. fucking gs9 that can solve this whole fucking pandemic that's <laughs> what i'm saying dude you let bobby Schmerda out in the streets like oh you think somebody's breaking quarantine with bobby Schmerda down on the block not a Definitely fucking genius, not. dude He's about to catch a body. He's about to catch a virus. <laughs> Tell but, me, is that a, is that a screwdriver you're sipping on? Or, uh, yeah, it's a screwdriver uh, actually with Sunny D in it. Oh, so, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty much like a blacked yeah. out third grader at this point. <laughs> this, is what, this is what happens after your, uh, your soccer game. You get a couple <laughs> of orange slices, slices some Teddy Grands, and a Sunny D screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> so Nice. Yeah, that's the that's the upgraded version of the soccer game. But uh, anyhow, b besides that, that's what do we have for time, Holly? Um, I don't know. It's got to be. I got a yeah. question. How have you been dealing with your gambling addiction? Oh, um, there's no sports. Well, I'm not handling it very well, but my bank account is 
is actually that's what we were saying too. It's weird. We're like, oh, it's weird actually looking at my account and being like, oh, damn, I actually have money in there. (laughs) But I'm not gonna like say any names because I know the feds are watching this. But somebody that I've made at quarantine times uh, published in the quarantine times a bunch of yeah, yeah, quarantine times. Thank God for that. Yeah, Yeah, whoever made that. We gamble uh, on virtual sports like you said uh final i mean because of the fact that this was high stakes gambling we're talking about here uh i don't want to name any names but holly are you ashamed of yourself um (laughs) at first but you know like i said i feel like all rules go out once we're in quarantine so so uh did the did the unnamed bookie here end up profiting off of this uh uh the unnamed bookie, I think, ended up only losing like ten bucks or fifteen bucks or something like that. It was so hard to count. It was so hard to count at the end. Yeah, I'm gonna just read a quick little ex- excerpt here from the Quarantine Times, something that was distributed amongst our friends last week. Uh, a way to gamble on <clears throat> sports video games, which was interesting. Um, so this is what we have here. Being forced to be socially distant from your friends and getting aggressively blackout drunk on the weekends has got us wondering if only there was some sports that we could gamble on. Boy, do I have a cure for you. Thanks to the blank quarantine times, our gracious CEO, blank, has spent way too much time setting up a new and exciting way to gamble our lives away on games like Madden, NBA 2K, FIFA, and UFC. If you are a degenerate gambler, this is perfect for you. There are lines and prop bets listed below that you can all bet on. Signed, PH. Hmm, wonder who that is. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know who, I don't know who that guy is, but he sounds sick. Yeah. yeah. Peter Henry. Cool guy. He probably also spent way too much time on it. <laughs> if, yeah. But. Pretty embarrassing. But anyhow, Duff, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, we should be wrapping this up here fairly shortly. We've got a couple of segments to get to. Uh, and then uh, we should be done, but we'll we'll send out the final product to you. Um, you know, we won't forget you when we're famous. Is all we're yeah. gonna tell you. Make sure you make sure you subscribe. You know. Yeah, like, okay. subscribe, yeah. rate, comment. Yeah, but all right, thanks, buddy. You all stay right, safe. Get better. Yep. All right, see you, pal. All right. Okay, that interview with Dylan Duffield was brought to you by Windsor Canadian. Windsor Canadian. Are you a goofy, blonde-haired, homeless-looking diabetic living in the city of Lincoln? Then boy, do we have a drink for you. If your standards are so rock-bottom that you like to drink a cherry-flavored whiskey product with Diet Coke, this is a... (laughs) I can't can't do it. Okay, Okay, on a serious note now. It was brought to you by Winter Canadian. That's all you need to know. But anyhow... uh, yeah, that was a good interview with Duff. Um, he's doing okay. He's not dead from coronavirus, so that's good. But we have our segment section of the show. <coughs> We're going to go ahead and start off with Hot Seat Cool Throne. Holly, you go ahead and start. Okay. Uh, I guess do your hot seat or do your cool throne? Uh, I'll start with my hot seat. Okay. Um, we were talking about this a few days ago, but um, hot seat. So I'm calling out all the rappers and music makers out there. Ooh. How... I mean, last night, what, uh, Drake came out with a new song, The Baby came out with a new song, but, I mean, since we've all been in quarantine, we just figured there'd be, be like, a shit ton of fire tunes, but, yeah, I'm you know, gonna... there's been, like, I don't know, no. one one decent one yeah, that's came out. Usual. And, like, the thing that pisses me off is all these guys have 
recording studio yeah. it's in their fucking basement. Like, I know you can go down there. Yeah. You can just send the shit to each other, so. Yeah. Kind of bullshit, yeah. On another note, I did see a tweet that said Migos was coming out with a new album uh, for the quarantine, but uh, they're throwing it back to their old Migo vibes. So, uh, our guy Nelson would probably really like that. I was going to say, cool throw on my yeah. phone. might be Nelson's Snapchat. Yeah, thing. seriously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are going to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Okay. All right, that's what I got for hot seat. All right, so my hot seat is um, So, not the way you think. Obviously, we're all affected by this financially. Uh, but because I don't know what the fuck it is about fucking poor people in Walmart just have a way of just getting really close and to everybody as they shop or they're in line. Like, it's like, I didn't really notice it until we had to do, like, the whole six feet thing. But it's like, I'm in Walmart a lot of times, and just these greasy people that smell like fucking Copenhagen and McDonald's are just breathing down my goddamn neck the entire time. Just trying to get people, like, just like them, Cam. Yeah, I guess yeah. so, but no, it's it's problematic. So they're now in the hot seat. They have to be socially distant, uh, or else people will recognize them for what they are. So yeah, my uh, my hot seat would be poor people. Okay, yeah. okay, I like it. Uh, cool throne. So I kind of I have two. So um, sadly, I've been getting into TikToks a lot. So yeah, I've been watching all of those, but um, Nelk Boys, those guys are fucking hilarious, and they've been uh getting to people's Zoom classes and just completely just pissing off professors. So that's one of my cool thrones. Pretty funny to watch. Pretty hilarious. And then my other one is um, the Jordan documentary coming out soon. Oh, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, they pushed yeah. that up. So the Jordan, Michael Jordan documentary coming out, that'll give us something to do for like three hours. Yeah, that one will actually be kind of interesting because a lot of people don't necessarily realize that Michael Jordan is a complete psychopath. Yeah. So that'll probably yeah. be revealed here fairly shortly. Um, so my cool throne is actually things you don't need. So, uh, since we've all been cooped up here, there's been a lot of online shopping happening and I don't know about you, but I'm just kind of getting to the point where like, I'm just buying things that I want to you don't need. Yeah. yeah. I ordered yeah. a dartboard the other day. Oh, that's pretty yeah. sick. I mean, that would be pretty yeah. cool actually. Can't wait to be so many holes in your wall. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I'm going to get good at it. <laughs> Did you literally just buy that because we watched darts that one that yes. one day? Yeah. Because there are no sports on, we yeah. watched a rerun of darts. Yep, one hundred percent. It's pretty electric, honestly. But yeah, but like I don't know, it's one of those things where I think people are like buying things to be like, oh, like oh, quarantine, like I'm gonna get really good. I'm gonna learn how to play the guitar, or like I'm gonna become a professional darts player, or whatever. And uh, none of that will happen at all. And as a matter of fact, I'll probably just have a dartboard that I. So, we'll ever use, yeah. yeah. Or I'll use it a couple times and realize I'm fucking terrible at it. And... Here's a question. So you know how people always put a picture of their, like, worst enemy or someone they hate on the dartboard and throw darts at it? Who would you put? Uh, Probably... Very on fire, but... Yeah, Iowa football head coach Kirk Ferentz. Okay. Would be the one that comes to mind. Uh, besides that, I don't know. Baltimore was kind of an asshole. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Was, yeah, that's a good one for sure. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe my alcohol. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. What we got next? Ooh, let's take a look here. <clears throat> this one we like to call uh, Let's Get Greasy. Uh, so this is one where we're both just 
It's a recount of a time that is unreconcilably crazy. Full story. So it's just going to be, I don't know, two to three minute story of a time where you had to look back on and it was like, all right, that was just bad. What the hell were yeah, you doing? That was pretty fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, Holly, you can go ahead and, and kick us off. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to shorten this pretty quick, um, or just shorten it a little bit. But this is, what, three, four years ago? I don't know, me and the boys. It was, what, it was me, Nels, Cam, Duff. and Duff. Yeah, we took a trip to KC and saw uh, – and Smalley. Yeah, don't forget about Smalley. But we took a trip up to KC and watched uh, a future Migos concert, which was actually pretty sick, you know. We drank a lot, obviously, but um, ended up smoking a decent amount of cigs. Uh, but we got so hungover the next day. Well, we walked down to get the free breakfast. <laughs> I was barefooted for some reason. We were still drunk. You know, all these business. Well, this was also on like, what, Wednesday? Yeah. So there were people there for business and everyone's looking at us like, what the hell? Yeah. And then um, you tell the story about You should tell the story about that. That's our server guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're sitting there fucking over as all could be we were sticking out like a sore thumb and there's one like bus boy walking around uh and he comes up and like asks him about who you're talking about so he just kind of has an awkward vibe about it yeah he was a little different yeah and he's like, he's like hey fellas uh like you guys you guys here for like a bachelor party or something we're like uh no like why are you asking he's like well, like basically, you look super hungover. Yeah, yeah. Like I can tell you guys are drinking heavily. Yeah. And uh, we're like, okay. And then he's asking us, uh, he's like, well, what were we doing? We're like, well, we went to this feature in Migos concert last night, and he was like, oh, wow, that sounds sick. That sounds awesome. Like, and his immediate first question to ask us, like, you know, like instead of being like, how was the concert? Like, were they good and vibe? He's like, uh, did they? Uh, did they bring any ladies on stage? Yeah. And we're like, uh, no. 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 Like, of course not. He's all oh, okay. Well, then he's like, well, was it just guys or were they like, were there girls too? And we're like, both? Yeah, like, like, yeah, it's a concert. concert like 25,000 people. Like, yeah, it was a decent mix, bud. <laughs> and then he walks away. No, okay, and then yeah, he's yeah. just like, this is the part. And then he like, he just stands there and he turns around and like, okay, like, well, what, what does he say he, again? He goes, wait, 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 uh, just one more question, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> like, this question had been burning inside. He of had him. to get it out. He had to get it out. He's like, so he's like, is there a lot of beautiful ladies in this That was the one thing, like, keep it talking to us about, like, this question was burning. Yeah. He had to fucking Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, but, yeah, and then eventually, um, we drove back to Lincoln Three-hour drive, still drunk, driving my mom's car. Sorry, mom. Uh, but we stopped at a gas station, and um, we everyone got their stuff. We got in the car, and I start the car, and I start driving away. But apparently, uh, Nels, Jacob Nelson, was not in the car yet. I don't know how I didn't notice or anything, but I accidentally ran over. Yeah, because I was still drunk. But I ran over his foot. And he was absolutely pissed off. Well, given it's, you know, a reasonable reason to be pissed yeah, off. Yeah, I ran over his foot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's a quick recap of um, that weekend. So, yeah, that was my story. That was pretty greasy. Um, just as a, a side note, Holly's uh, backup story was uh, pissing pants in line at the rail. But I think one thing to be noted about that is 
<laughs> I think that's how you actually gain entry into the Yeah, system, that yeah. That, that's basically initiation. Yeah, it's ID, and then the second guy checks to see if it's yeah, yeah. And then you're allowed in. Who, who hasn't done it? Yeah, exactly. That's just common practice. Common courtesy, really. So mine is, this one's kind of a goofy one. Uh, it was last year at the Nebraska-Michigan State football game. Um it was a good game. We actually fucking won that one. Surprise. It's a fun game. Um, snowing. Yeah, it was snowing. Uh, and we were, as with all Husker football games, drinking heavy. <laughs> and for people who don't know, we kind of have a, a nice little uh, back door that is in Memorial Stadium uh, that connects to my dad's office. But it's technically actually the media door. So the media, oh, yeah. Yeah, the media at the end of the game goes through this door. And then they all go into the weight room, which is right there, and they do the press conference. So we are we are all like three sheets to the wind, drunk, and we, we're going into this media door, and it's usually just us going through it. But we had timed it in such a way that we were going through at the same time as the media. And so as we're walking through, we're in like a herd of media people, and they're all heading into the weight room. And I'm so like just in my head, I'm drunk. I'm like fuck it. Like, I watch the press conference every Monday. Like, instead of waiting until Monday, why don't I just watch it right yeah. now? And so I literally followed into, everyone else is going back to my dad's office, office to get called by a card, and uh, I just walk into the press conference and take a seat in this press conference, and like, I'm wearing, you know, all Nebraska Jesus stuff. I probably don't necessarily stick out. The only thing that would possibly, Confidence was high. Confidence was high. The only thing that could possibly make me stick out was the fact that I probably reeked. Because <laughs> yeah. I was wasted. And uh, no, like I literally sat in the back of this media press conference, basically blacked out, uh, like while Scott Frost was up there answering questions. And it got to the point, like, they kind of, the way they do it is like they go around the room and like everybody who wants to ask a question gets a turn to ask a question. And the guy next to me asked a question. Like, so if I like were, wanted to ask a question, like I would have been next to him. Yeah. I probably, probably kicked out. But ask him the question. Tell him the question yeah, you would have asked. Yeah, just in my head, always like, it's so funny. Be like, be like, oh uh, yeah, I raise my hand. Like, yeah, uh, blacked out kid in in the back. Like, uh, coach, are you more of an ass or tits man? <laughs> <laughs> I would think that'd be good to ask. But yeah, that's Scotty was definitely an ass guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I haven't seen his wife, but maybe actually uh, she doesn't have the tits. Yeah, she's pretty fucking confirmed. Still decent. Yeah, though. yeah, she's still pretty good. But anyway, so that's our let's get greasy, um, and this is going to be the last segment here to end the show. And it's hypothetical questions with Cam, and I wanted to think of something that was going to cause some controversy, really pull your heartstrings. So this is my hypothetical question to you for the day, Holly. So, in this scenario, you get to end quarantine tomorrow. It is safe to go out. But the only bar that you can go to for the next two years is the Fat Duck. Would I get out? Would you end And then have to go to the Fat Duck? Would you end quarantine tomorrow? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And go to the Fat Duck for two years? Yeah. Well, whenever whenever we go out anyways, you would. Drew and Max, well, Max fucking loves that place. He forces us to go there every time anyways, so. Yeah, that's true. Wouldn't be that big of a change. Uh, well, I mean, I'll flip it. If I could. Even though I did get kicked out of there once for falling down the stairs. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I'll flip it. I would say if I could let quarantine go for, like, another two months, 
and then never have to go to the fat field for two years, I would do that. True. Yeah. 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 So I would say I probably wouldn't take that. I would like if if you if the only bar you could go to for two years was the fat toad, you would finish the end of that two years being attracted to fat black women. Yeah. Like there's no way. It's just you know which, you know, once once they're there, you know, they go from, like, what, a three to at least a six, so. Yeah, I would say, you're talking, like, a, a fat-toed ten is, like. In reality, like, a, what, a five? I was going to say it's, like, uh, one of the crackheads you see walking on a side street like her. Yeah. Yeah. True. Okay. It, like, that's but, but a good-looking one. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get up to, like, maybe, like, fat-toed 25, 26, to where you're like, oh, like, you don't make me want. Yeah, 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 so, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, I think that's all we have, Holly. Any closing thoughts? Um, That's all we got. This actually was pretty fun, but... Yeah, ended up being okay. But yeah, audio quality would probably be okay. Dead this, average. But, uh, you know, we don't have standards anyway. It's yeah. kind of on brand, if you think about it. But okay. right, thanks, thanks for listening in. Uh, text us with any recommendations for subjects uh segments whatever or if you want to be interviewed yeah or if you want to be interviewed as well we're we're open for whatever all right thanks guys thanks